Warning, the following podcast may contain spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, this is Shad from Facebook. I've been listening since about episode 10. Uh, My favorite thing about the podcast are the episodes I'm on, and I just wanted to say one thing. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg, the Batmobile lost its will and the Joker got away. Welcome, Primers, to this issue 88 of the DC Primetime Podcast. Issue 88, uh, second to last, uh, penultimate of the year, the final for Rob and I, because uh, next week we'll do something a little bit different. But introductions first before we go any further from the Showcast Spotlight here on the Next Level Podcast Network. I am Ben Beck. And from the Caffeine Crew Cast of Pods, I am Rob Martin. Uh, back from the surgery, sir. I am. I am so. back from the surgery. Uh, I do apologize if I start mentally just drifting. Uh, I took painkillers about through a minute and a half ago, and they <laughs> could kick in during the recording of this. So uh, I'm doing okay. Um, it was a very rough first week, and um, yeah. So, but it's 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 healing up. It's going to be a couple more weeks before I'm able to walk again. But uh, getting there. Definitely getting there. So. That's yeah, that's good. I know you and I hung out a little bit last night, and uh, yeah, it was nice. We got the chance to chill before Christmas. So yes, I was happy. Exactly. So yeah, so last podcast before uh, the end of the year for Rob and I, um, uh, we're gonna do next week. We're gonna do like an autopilot, as you mentioned, episode uh, for New Year's Eve going into 2018, and we're gonna bring you finally the audio from my uh, original Team Arrow panel from Heroes and Villains Atlanta, which was a lot of fun and a really cool opportunity for me having being able one, being able to do the first OTA panel ever, and two, uh Emily Bett Rickard's first US panel uh outside of San Diego Comic Con. So it was a big opportunity for me and it went over hugely. The fans loved it, so hopefully you guys will love it too. But we'll bring you that next week since it's New Year's Eve and we kinda wanna take a little bit of a break. Yeah, because like I said, once we get into midway through January, um, things get ready to start kicking off really quickly. And it's what first week, first week or two of February, everything comes back. So we only have a month. Yeah, and uh, it's so. and it's full force too. I think it's for it's till the end of till the end of the seasons. Because while some of the other shows might take breaks in between, uh, Supergirl and Legends piggy, piggybacking don't. on top of each other, it's they just don't stop. They don't they, stop until the seasons are over. June. Yeah, so, so <laughs> we're in it for a while. Yeah. So, <laughs> Once uh, they come we, back. We will have at least one show to talk about every week until June. So yes. that will not change. So you will hear our voices without filler episodes once the shows come back until midway through June, which is crazy, uh, which cuts down our summer drastically by over a month, which is crazy. Um, normally we are well well wrapped up and rested at that point in time. 
and don't have to worry about planning shows. But uh, we'll still have to do some serious filler in those episodes because we'll only have one show to talk about. So, well, we've got other panels and stuff we can do. We do. Got, we uh, do. So, you know, and we're going to be reaching out going into 2018. Uh, we're gonna this episode. Obviously, there's no shows on, so we're we're just going to kind of review the year as a whole. Uh, but one of the things that happened earlier this year that we kind of didn't think about for a while uh, because it seems so long ago I forgot it was this year was we had an interview with Teddy Sears mm-hmm. uh, from The Flash who you would know played um, Hunter Zolomon aka we originally thought was Jay Garrick but uh, Hunter Zolomon slash Zoom and he was a great guest to have on the podcast so since we're going to have elements where we're going to need filler uh we're going to be reaching out we're going to start trying to set up some more uh that teddy sears interview kind of happened by happenstance because we booked him for another podcast that we do on the network and he we mentioned it to him and he was thrilled to want he actually wanted to come on so we had him on and he was great so now we're going to reach out we're going to try and get some other i've built up a lot of connections from being you know, going to all these, con- go, I build up a lot of connections from going to all these conventions. So we're we're going to be reaching out using those connections. We're going to try and get some more interviews to use as filler, uh, because we want to bring you guys more content other than just us talking about the shows. Uh, you know, I'm going to try for, I'm going to try, uh, but you know, possibly Mark Guggenheim. We're going to try and get on. I've heard he's done podcasts before. Uh, obviously, some of the stars of the show and such. So we've got some more stuff coming that. Uh, we're going to bring your way. Absolutely. And I mean, like I said, that's the big goal for us in 2018 is to bring you a bigger, better show. Uh, one of the things I, I know we wanted to bring up real quick, too. Uh, we know the audio has been a little back and forth the last couple of episodes. Um, we are working on adjusting and fixing that. A lot of that has to do with uh, we do this usually through a Skype recorder. Uh, there are better ways to do it. Sometimes, unfortunately, being men get a little lazy and don't feel like having to go through <laughs> editing yeah. multiple tracks together. While it's not that difficult. Um, when you're doing a show on Skype, sometimes this does make it drastically easier. We're looking at upgrading all that stuff for next year, uh, which in tune means that Caffeine Crew actually could go through some changes and that may become a Skype show as well uh, if we get that quality hammered out uh, early on in the year. So we'll hopefully maybe see that kind of impact some of the other shows on the network. Um, But yeah, uh, one of the other things, uh, again, also to bring up is uh, not only is this me and Ben's final episode of the year. This is actually the 100th episode, uh, in honesty, of DC Primetime, because between the annuals, which are are not numbered episodes, uh, we've had a couple random things, like I said, that Teddy Sears interview and another episode or two here or there. Uh, But yeah, this marks the 100th episode for the show, not including there was a little PSA that Ben found that was like two minutes that was just saying, hey, guys, sorry, no show this week. Uh, we're not counting that one, so this is kind of the unofficial, official 100th episode. Yes, so. it's the 100th podcast that you and I have recorded for DC Primetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the 100th issue, where, like I said, we're only at 88, so we still have about 12 more to go. And uh, we will try to do something big for that 100. So. Yeah, we got to figure out when it's going to when it's going to when it's going to land, yeah, so we'll, that we we'll can try to, and book something. Have to uh, hash out something. Because yeah. I know you may have to go back in. The, well, you do have to go back into surgery come February, I guess. I we're we're talking February. I'm not going to know for sure until January 15th, which is my follow up. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to go into too much detail. But uh, the surgery I just had, I had my post op, and the uh, results were not as good as I would have liked. Uh, nothing 
uh, not to put worry on our listeners. It's nothing uh, life-threatening uh, as of now, so let's hope it stays that way. Uh, but that's one of the reasons for going back in for more surgery is to make sure it is nothing life-threatening. So, yeah, kind of a little bit of a bummer news to get at Christmas. But, uh, but yeah, so once we figure out where my surgery is going to lie and um, – and such, and we'll we'll try and schedule out to see where that hundredth is going to land, because uh, I would really like to book a guest for that one. And as much as I love the previous guests that we've had on, you know, Craig or TJ or or Chris or Shad or anybody, uh, I, I would like to get somebody bigger for our listeners. Um, possibly Guggenheim, if we can book Guggenheim. I think Guggenheim would be a great guest for the hundredth episode. Um, uh, not Kreisberg. We're not going to reach out to him because kind of no, can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's that's definitely not happening. Uh, he was on my list at one point, and I uh, since he was crossed too. him out. Uh, and we immediately crossed him off a couple <laughs> yes. weeks back. Yep. Uh, very good reasonings on that too. So yes, we'll but not bother um, drudging that that mess up again. But yeah, uh, but yeah, but I mean, I have connections. It's highly unlikely we'll get Stephen because he's so damn busy. Um, but, uh, again, I have contact information now for David Ramsey. I have contact information for Josh Zagara. Josh would be great. Uh, he was very excited about the possibility of coming on at some point, so maybe we'll reach out to him. But we'll, we will try our best to do something for that 100th issue, and uh, as well as talking about the shows, and we'll try and do something. Yeah, so. absolutely. <clears throat> Uh, uh, I, um, I, you know, before we get into any other things, uh, I, there's two really, really important shout outs I feel that need to happen now. Uh, well, b- before you do that, because I know okay. I know the shout outs, um, I want to do two more things real quick. I wanted oh, to sure. do this Absolutely. in I wanted to do this in the beginning of the issue instead of saving it for the end, because uh, let's be honest, if podcasters are anything like us, you kind of listen to the meat and then you trim the fat at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. So uh, we know how things are. So rather than save this information for the end, we want to get it out of the way in the beginning. Uh, two new thing, two things that we have going on right now with the podcast. Uh, one in which one of our listeners has already taken advantage of. You've already heard it because it was the opening. It was in the opening of the podcast. Uh, we have a voicemail now for the podcast. Uh, DC primetime voicemail. And this is for anything you guys want to talk about. You guys can call us uh, and leave us a voicemail. Tell us about something you've seen or heard or news. Uh, you know, Tell us about an opinion that you share with us. Tell us about an opinion that you have against what we've talked about. Uh, whatever it is, whatever the feedback, we want to hear it. Uh, and it's toll-free. I made sure of that. Uh, so all of our listeners in the U.S. and Canada, it is free to call us. I wanted to make it as easy as possible. Uh, it's listed on the Facebook page now, and it's also listed in the info of every podcast that we put out. But the number one eight eight eight. Two four seven five three eight zero. I tried getting something like two two prime, but I couldn't arrange it. <laughs> um, but yeah, eight 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 two four seven five three eight zero is the new DC primetime voicemail. Uh, just give us a call uh, and you know tell us who you are, where you listen from, you know what drew you in your favorite part of the podcast and just leave us some feedback and it's as easy as that. And as you heard from the beginning of the podcast, uh, you leave us a voicemail, we will probably, uh, or most likely, we will try and feature it uh, in the podcast somewhere, which is, I think, kind of cool. It gets your voice heard as well as ours on the podcast and the beeping that's outside of my apartment of a van backing into a parking spot. 
Well, no, it's just our show backing up. That's all. Oh, that. Oh, okay. So, well, it's a good point. <laughs> uh, the other thing, and um, I really got to put a push on this because it's I haven't seen much from it. Um, uh, we're doing this end of the year contest that I mentioned last week in in the short podcast uh, that is going to run into next year. So it's you don't have until you don't have less than a week. You have about two or three weeks to get this done. Uh, but for a, a grand prize contest for 2017, we are going to be giving away a year subscription to Brian C. Roll at Odyssey Arts uh, Torchlight, Torchlight Society, which is his subscription based art um uh, plan that he has where you get four quarterly shipments every, uh, throughout 2018 that has well over $100 uh, worth of his art, all signed, all exclusive just to Torchlight members. Uh, it's over $100 value that Rob and I are, are bucking up for this. But um, again, we're not doing this, and I hate being harsh about this, but we're not doing this for just like four or five people. We need a good 15 people at least to make sure they're entered into this contest before we're going to, to do this. Uh, it's very simple to enter into. All you have to do is make sure that you like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash DC primetime, like Brian's Facebook page, facebook.com slash odyssey art, uh, be a subscriber to us on iTunes or show us, just give us like a, a screen cap or something that you, you you listen to us on a podcasting app because I know not everybody listens through iTunes. So, uh, but if you listen through a podcasting app such as um, uh, Podcast Addict, which is what I use, those numbers still go towards our, our, our iTunes subscriptions. So send us a screen cap showing that's how you listen, and we'll include that. Uh, and then just give us a review, and that's uh, really. I'm trying to think. I don't think there was anything else in that. No, it was uh, like our page, like Brian's page. Sub, uh, you know, subscribe, share, and and share. Rever- that was... and, and yeah, and uh, we had a review one in there too. I think. Well, that's what I said. I said review. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be. You don't have to subscribe through iTunes in order to leave us a review on iTunes. So just hop on iTunes, throw us a quick review, and then uh, again, most importantly, to share our page and share Brian's page and tag us in it so that we know you're doing it. Uh, it's basically just a way we're giving you guys a prize for whoring us out is pretty much what we're doing. And a very good one at that. I, yes. I have seen a Torchlight Society from last year, and I got insanely jealous. So, uh, <laughs> Well, and it's, sir, it's very I, I will ruin this <laughs> surprise for you now. Um, you will have a Torchlight subscription for 2018. Oh, holy crap! Thank you, sir. That that is my uh, that need, is my Christmas step present. Up my game. <laughs> so that was uh, uh, you have you will not receive it until 2018. I was going to surprise you with it, but that was my Christmas present to you, well, sir. You will get a late Christmas present because I didn't do <laughs> shopping for anybody this year because uh, the surgery. But I will absolutely, absolutely love to return the favor because uh, you are just an amazing host and amazing friend. So, <laughs> so yes, you you I will be continuing my subscription in the 2018, and you too, sir, will also get one for. 2018 well thank you so much man that is amazing thank you so much so uh but um now going into what you're talking about um it has been 2017 has been and this is talking outside of the podcasting element because it's been great for us we love doing this whether it's five listeners or five thousand 
500,000 listeners. We we do this. It's one of the reasons why we don't really know, we don't really tell people how many listeners we have. It's not because it's a number we're ashamed of. I'm actually very happy with the numbers that we get. Yeah, um, it's as far as a lot more impressive than I ever anticipated. As have. far as like subscriber numbers and listener numbers and things like that. Our Facebook page is kind of quiet, which is fine. So, um, you know, to each their own. Some people just like to listen and not get involved so but you know i'm very pleased with our numbers um would i like them to be higher of course everybody does um but whether this was five people or five hundred thousand people the quality never changes we do it just the same and this has been we do it because we love doing it we love talking about these shows and you've mentioned it before we kind of treat this as this is just a moment for you and i to get online and geek out about these shows and just let everybody listen in Mm -hmm. so um but 2017 as a whole outside of the podcasting has been um as has definitely had its highs and lows uh yeah Uh, 2017 was a dumpster fire uh personally um for both me my wife many of our friends (laughs) me included uh uh, in in general in in a lot of things happening in the world uh it has not been a great year uh it really has not been a great year and uh entertainment wise on the other on the flip side has been phenomenal um, it has been one of my favorite years, I think, entertainment-wise, in a very long time. Uh, I don't think I remember a year better than, like, you know, gaming in the year of, like, 97 or 2005, where you're just like, holy crap, all of the best of the best of the best is happening this year alone. Uh, you know, amazing seasons again of Stranger Things. Uh, two of my favorite movies I've ever seen being The Last Jedi. Now The Greatest Showman, uh, which was just a great, just enjoyable watch. Uh, some amazing video games, you know, like Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, the Nintendo Switch, uh, you know, again, and I'll bring it up even though I already said it, Stranger Things Season 2 again. Oh, God, I love that show. <laughs> no, um, you're uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, we got, in 2017, we got we got two DC movies that I actually enjoy. Yeah, Wonder uh, Woman, one of the best, best comic book movies of all time. Yeah, uh, and Justice League, which I really, uh, I enjoyed as well. I'm actually... We just got our hands on kind of a screener copy, so I'm I'm looking forward to watching to going back to it and watching it again. Uh, but you're right, uh, Last Jedi was fantastic. Greatest Showman was phenomenal, uh, and I might actually be going to see it again when we're done recording today. Um, and it again, my my three part review of that movie was one, um, it, it has solidified Hugh Jackman as my favorite living actor. Two, um, I have a new favorite musical movie, and three, so many feels, man. It just it brings up so many great feelings as you're as you're watching it. And uh, honestly, I gotta say, is if you like fight choreography, you have not seen anything until you see the music choreography in this film. It is jaw dropping. I've never been on the edge of my seat because of musical choreography, uh, and this movie definitely succeeds in multiple places where you're like, they did not just do that. There's no way that was real, and we know all of it was, with the yep. exception of some CG that they did with some animals, and that's it. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's... highly high, high big recommendations and praise from me and my wife, and Ben as well. So, uh, if you want a good, feel-good movie that's not a comic book movie or an action <laughs> film, this should be the one. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like outside of like entertainment and everything too, there's definitely been some other stuff that's happened. Obviously, within a very course, within a very close range of time, I had to have surgery on my leg. Uh, you had surgery on your foot, and now I'm finding out that going into 2018, uh, I'm I'm going to have to continue with the surgery route and have a uh, a much longer and more evasive surgery, which 
kind of sucks. And, uh, you know, um, I'll be honest, when I got the news, I was kind of not in a good frame of mind. And um, it's really thanks to uh, going to the movies uh, every day. Uh, which I have movie pass, which we've talked about before. I know some of our listeners have actually gone out and gotten movie pass thanks to our, our recommendation of it. Uh, not a sponsor, although they should be. And, uh, you know, I've been using movie pass kind of movies have always been a distraction for me. They've always been an escape. Uh, and I've really needed it uh, these past couple of days uh, finding out certain things. So I've gone to see Last Jedi. I've gone to see The Disaster Artist. I've seen Jumanji. I've seen Greatest Showman. Uh, there's still a couple other movies out there I want to go see. And, um, you know, it's been a huge distraction. Uh, but also on top of going to the movies, going to hang out with you last night and your wife and our friend Andrew was another great distraction that I, I needed. And uh, I appreciate the invite. You Dude, know, absolutely. Last night too. Always, always, always. So, but like it, I said, I wish I wish I didn't. I wish I knew that you didn't go see Greatest Showman earlier in the week because we would have had you join us. Because man, uh, man, I, I can't stop thinking about that movie. Same <laughs> the way I can't stop thinking about Last Jedi. The amount of Star Wars I have consumed in the last two weeks is obscene, um, and I, I really mean that. I have probably watched the prequels, the original trilogy, Rogue One, and Force Awakens, all of them at least three times each. In the last two weeks, uh, and willingly, like I've just been wanting to consume. <laughs> I'm glad really you said wanting... willingly. Well, I, I know some people don't like one through three, and actually, it was funny going back through and just because of my love of Star Wars, when I sat down and rewatched them the multiple times, there was a lot that I was still finding I was really enjoying. Um, and I think a lot of that is coming out of a lot of the debate and arguments that are happening about the Last Jedi. Where it's like, well, each one is made for its own generation. And I'm like, and I kind of watched them with that mindset. It was like, this wasn't built for me. It was built for, like, my nephews and such. And, you know, I got caught up in Rebels. I rewatched a shit ton of Clone Wars. I, I played some old PlayStation 2 and Super Nintendo um, Star Wars games just for funsies. I've been diving back into Battlefront 2 just because I just forgot how much I love that world and universe. And it's so much fun to watch it grow in unexpected ways. So, um, but yeah, it was, it's just been a great escape, especially while I've been, uh, in recovery, but it's been so awesome. So (laughs) yeah, I know this isn't DC stuff, but I mean, this is a great chance for us to kind of just have fun and geek out with you guys for a few minutes, uh, as we wrap up the year. Um, you know, I guess outside of media though, uh, as we mentioned, you know, both of our lives have been, and a lot of friends lives have have taken a, a rough spill in 2017. Uh, so I thought I wanted to, to, just send our love again to a couple of our friends that are listeners and now friends of both Ben and I, um, you know, Paul, I know had a, a very, our good friend, Paul Williams, ha- had a rough, uh, last couple weeks. And I know our good friend Shad as well, uh, you know, a couple months back went through some really kind of crazy times, but it's not always bad. Um, I, I, this is a really thing that I wanted to do today because I thought it was important, but I want to give a huge special congratulations to Jackson and Elizabeth, uh, congratulations on your guys' engagement. Yes, that's uh, awesome. It was so awesome to see something like that. I think you guys got engaged back in, it was like December 19th, if the date is correct. I tried to look up this before we recorded, so if I'm a couple days off, sorry about that. But uh, huge congratulations to the two of you. And also to Shad and Michelle uh, and uh, their son, Connor, as they have a new addition coming into their family in 2018. So congratulations to you two. 
uh, on uh, the new edition that is on its way. And as you guys put it, it was uh, Connor's new best friend coming 2018. <laughs> so congratulations to you guys, to you guys and your family. Uh, yes, you know, congrats we, to we you love both. all of you guys being a part of this family. And then uh, you know, a big congratulations to to our friend Paul for continuing bats bows and books uh to and to being this great advocate for arrow and the Arrowverse, um you guys are what make the these style communities be so amazing we love having all of you a part of it um and we love just having you guys as friends so uh just a huge special thank you to helping make our 2017 a little bit better uh and we wish you guys an amazing 2018 and the rest of you guys that have been parts of the the community on the facebook page uh, you know, Kevin uh, has been a big, big proponent of that, too. And uh, so many other names. So thank you guys. And, so much. and as always, a big, uh, a big oh, yeah. arrow advocate. Oh, when yeah. It comes well, to... I, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you heard. I actually just said that. <laughs> so. Oh, did you? I, I, I could have sworn oh, yeah, I was I, listening. I heard you say Kevin. I didn't hear you say Ann. Oh, I said Ann earlier in that mix. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so. Maybe so, I zoned out. And, and you get extra props. There you go. Um, <laughs> you no, like I said, a, you deserve it for putting up with me sometimes. So <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Paul's sister Lisa has been, um, you know, following us now, and I've met Lisa out at conventions too. And uh, you know, it's so it's a, it's a, you know, an Anne I know from conventions, and there's other people that you know follow us. I've met out at conventions and things like that. And 2018, sir, will be the year we get you to a convention. It will be. I really want to meet you guys. I really want to hang out and just get a drink and have a good time. Um, it's honestly, I I would love to see if we could find a way, if not 2018 or 2019, pick a convention well in advance, tell everybody, let's just go and hang out and meet up and just have a good time together. So Yes, uh, absolutely. Do a, a mini DC primetime meetup, and we will buy a round of drinks or two for you all. And uh and that'll be the and that'll be the time we have like a hundred people show up, and it's like, what did you commit to us to, Rob? First, <laughs> first drink is on us. No, we'll send out drink vouchers by email. <laughs> oh yeah, there um, you go. So we can pay for it throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll slowly PayPal you a few cents every week to pay hey, your, your drink back. There you go. No. Um, speaking of like <laughs> PayPal and, and and stuff like that, uh, one of the other things I have planned for 2018, I'm going to finally start putting. There are a lot of plans in going into 2018, not just for DC Primetime, but for the network as a whole. Um, we, we've got a great team of people that we met at Harrisburg Comic Con who do video uh, production. So we're going to be working with these guys. We're going to start doing some more video content uh, for the network as a whole. So our YouTube page is going to have a lot more content going into 2018, not just panels and things like that, but... Uh, you know, stupid little videos that we're we're gonna do like taste tests and challenges and things like that. Because uh, let's be let's be honest, stuff like that is stupid, but it gets views. So that's that's why we're gonna do it. Um, we're gonna do, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, for the showcast spotlight, which is the one that Adam and I do. We're going to be uh, balls to the wall, swinging for the fences for interviews. Adam and I have always kind of taken the stance for these first four years that the network has been around that. There's certain people we won't reach out to because we think they're just too big and like they'll, they'll never say yes to an interview with them. And we finally realized we're like, you know what? Why are we taking that aspect? Like we've met so many people through doing this, you know, people like Steven, who we never thought we'd ever get a chance to talk to. But we've interviewed on the red carpet. We've moderated panels with him. We've talked to him backstage at, at conventions. 
if we can do this with Steven, why can't we do this with anybody? So we finally, we've dropped that whole they'll never talk to us again. We've now taken the stance that let's just swing for the fences. If we want to talk to somebody, they're not too big. They're just a normal person. It's just a matter of their schedule. Um, they might be too busy, but they're never too big. So we put the request in. The worst that can happen is they say no. And if they do, we reach out again later. They said mm-hmm. no the first time. Maybe they'll say no the second time. But who knows? That third time, they could say yes. So, so I got to say, <clears throat> I think if we have to try to sleep, the two people I want the most in 2018 for this show. Okay. Kevin Conroy. Uh, Mark Hamill. And- well, I, I don't think we're going to get Mark, but I think Kevin Conroy and Tom Cavanaugh. Oh, Cavanaugh's on the list, man. Cavanaugh is for sure on that list, and I think Conroy's a good one, too. I think we can get Conroy. We have his agent's info. <laughs> I do. got that by accident. <laughs> and, so. and you know what? In all honesty, I wouldn't count out Hamill. You never know. I, I, I think once the, the whole Star Wars buzz calms down, um, I, don't think, I don't think Hamill's out of... Out of out of the possibility, That's out of the true. realm of possibility. So wait and uh, see, sir. But wait I am see. Um, I am writing Kevin Conroy's name down to make sure I add that to my list. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Kavanaugh's okay. already on it. So <clears throat> so let's uh, real quick before we get jump over to the news. Uh, what was your? Give me your top three favorite things from DC in 2017. Right off the bat, number one. Crisis on Earth X. Uh, phenomenal crossover. Uh, there were minor, minor things that might have bothered people, but I loved everything about it. I loved being able to make a supercut and watch it as a film. Uh, so many great things that came out of that, uh, not just in the visu- visuals itself, but uh, videos that we saw online of what these guys have done, like behind the scenes stuff and things like that. Just so much great stuff that came out of crisis on earth x it's it's one of those things that like arrow season five how do you top it and i don't know where they're gonna go with the crossover next year but i'm sure these guys already have ideas in their head how about this uh let's go back and forth i'll you'll do your first then i'll do yeah so then Uh, i don't steal like three of yours (laughs) yeah there we go uh my number one hands down without a question wonder woman um that was such an amazing experience and if you think of your favorite cinematic moments in movie history uh, the No Man's Land sequence is easily in my top five of all time from films. Uh, I've never had more chills and this general excitement edge of my seat. Just like this is amazing. This is everything this character is, uh, and it is just personified so beautifully on screen. Patty Jenkins did such an amazing job. Gal Gadot did such an amazing job, and everything that we got from that was just beyond my expectations. Uh, by leaps and bounds. And I got to say, man, that deserves my number one spot without question this year. Um, so huge props to DC for getting that one just perfect. Yeah. Uh, there was not a single thing I think I would change about that film. Um, everything about it, I just loved from from start to finish. Uh, well, since you uh, used what was going to be one of mine, um, which I don't think we can, I don't think there's a problem in repeating, but um, I'm going to go a different route. My number two, uh, staying in the realm of film, I'm going to say Justice League. And I'm actually really surprised that that is going in my top three. Um, I was very surprised with how much I actually enjoyed the movie. Uh, again, not a fan of Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, okay, Suicide Squad, okay. Justice League, 
uh, I kind of just threw my worries <clears throat> to the wind before going into it and ended up enjoying the film. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is a phenomenal movie. It is in my top, probably top five, if not top three favorite <clears throat> comic book movies. And But Justice League was also a great highlight of 2017 when it comes to DC. Yeah. Um one of the other things I got to say for me, my number two, Injustice 2. Uh, uh, yes. Because, man, that was something kind of amazing. Um, you know, NetherRealm Studios, you know, has always had a special near and dear place in my heart from growing up in the early, you know, like growing up in the 80s and then into obviously being able to be of that perfect age in the early 90s when Mortal Kombat came out. Uh, you know, I fell in love with MK1, MK2, and 3. Uh, in a huge way, when I used to play them in the arcades, like weekly, I mean, just pumped quarter after quarter into those games. And when they later did, you know, Mortal Kombat versus DC, uh, you know, the DC universe, I was like, OK, this is kind of odd, but it, it's still a good good time. But I'm like, I want to see this fleshed out when they did that with Injustice One. It was such a great, honestly, just amazing thing that they pulled together with a fun story. I didn't think they, they would ever top it. Man, Injustice 2 does it by leaps and bounds. The DLC characters have just been so much fun. Uh, the Adam just came out. I just had an opportunity to play as him for the first time a day or two ago. He's such a great addition to that roster. I am so excited for what's to come. Uh, with Enchantress now coming up, we've got the Ninja Turtles, for Christ's sake. Yeah. The next, next mixtures into that roster. But, man, the, the storyline in that game was so beautifully done. There's so much content. And I've had so much fun, uh, you know, just sitting down with people playing that game. I think I've played that more as a couch versus game than I have any other fighter in years. And uh, I, I really got to say, man, they knocked it out of the park again. And, man, so much love for DC in there. Absolutely. Especially even with that roster of characters. So, oh, God, yeah. Like I, I went. Th- no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, huge props to Ed Boon and his team uh, for just continually being able to crush that, uh, crush that genre. And really change what fighting games are and saying that storylines can be really special and important in a fighting game. Uh, not forgetting the, the single player people out there. They, they made sure that even if you're a person that doesn't like diving online. Um, yeah, it's such an amazing thing. And hey, this was one of the ways we got to bond with uh, with Shad a little bit. Uh, you know, one night where we uh, got to go toe to toe with him and get our asses beat repeatedly. <laughs> that's, so. that's very true. But hey, I, I really honed my game during extra life this year because i played a lot of injustice 2 at extra life this year so um i've really boned up so we need to have another game night community game night like that too at -hmm. some point in 2018 because uh i think i might be able to hold my own against shad and everybody else now and i'll say that knowing it's probably not true and i will still get my ass beat but it'll still be fun uh, rounding out my top three for 2017. These are more um, uh, these are more podcast related. Uh, but 2017 was the year that we got to interview. This extends to the entire network, so this isn't just DC Prime Time. This is also Showcast. Uh, but this 2017 was the year that we finally got to interview Robin Lord Taylor. We had been trying for years to get him on our podcast uh, since the beginning of Gotham, since the start of Gotham. And uh, not only was he an extremely nice guy, but he was very engaging. And I've since built up an acquaintance with him from seeing him at uh, all the conventions. We kind of like, I I don't want to say I know who he, we know who each each other are because obviously I know who he is, but he remembers me now, which is 
uh, absolutely awesome. Um, and not only that, but also the interview, uh, we mentioned it earlier, but the interview with Teddy Sears that you and I did for DC Primetime. Um, I, I love interviewing celebrities. I'm a huge fan of like the art of conversation and the art of the interview. So when we get to do stuff like this, whether it's for Showcast or DC Primetime, and especially it's pe- when it's people that we're such huge fans of, like Robin or like Teddy, uh, trust me, 2018... I, I say again, we're going balls to the wall, not just for Showcast, but for DC Primetime. We're going to be bringing you more of these because they were highlights of my 2017, and I, I want them to be highlights of 2018, too. Yeah, and honestly, if you guys were around as listeners when we did the Teddy Sears one, you know that we reached out to you guys and asked, what do you want us to ask them? Yeah. Uh, we make sure that this is an opportunity for your voices to be heard, too, in these conversations. So, And I think we did get one or two of those questions in during that interview. Yeah, the music question came from Paul, and that turned That's into right. the best part of that conversation, which was That's right. Awesome. I found out Teddy was a Dave Matthews Band fan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Uh, I, I got to say my number three, because I'm trying not to pick the same ones that you do, so I do completely agree with every one of the ones you're saying. Uh, but I got to give a big shout-out to... The back half or closing half of season five of Arrow, um, which was just one of my absolute favorite seasons of television of all time. Um, You know, obviously it did start in 2016, but the bulk of that was indeed in 2017. And that was something that was so spectacular. And I loved it so much. Um, That Prometheus storyline and what they did with Oliver and even the rush of flashbacks and how all that pulled together was just just jaw-droppingly, wonderfully, and beautifully executed. Had some of the best episodes, best performances by these actors ever of all time. And I gotta say, you know, as much as I give Arrow currently at the moment a hard time, it's only because, man, it's so hard to live up to how I view season five, which is again, without question, my favorite season of an Arrowverse show yet. So yeah, agreed. Um, I think one worth noting too. Uh, this. Uh, I don't want to say this falls into runner-up because it's certainly not. But uh, as far as our top of favorite things of 2017, I think, Rob, you can probably agree with me on this. Um, a big shout-out goes to our listeners. Uh, if it wasn't for you guys, this podcast probably wouldn't exist. We would just be sitting on a couch geeking out about all of this stuff. So you guys are the reasons why we do this. And you guys have been some of the interactions that we've had with you guys on the Facebook page and, and such through messaging and commenting and stuff. Uh, I've loved some of them. Uh, I love playful debates when we get into that stuff because absolutely it's such a community that we don't argue uh, about this stuff. If you guys have a difference of opinion of what we've said on the podcast and you express it, uh, Rob and I are totally engaging about it. We, we play into it and we have fun with it. We don't argue about it. This is not an argumentative community, which is something that I love about this. Uh, people aren't out there trying to drive their their beliefs and stuff down each other's throats by this. It's just like, hey, you guys said this. This is how I feel. Let's talk about that. And it's and that's what it's been. It's been such a loving community. And I know, I, I Rob, I'm, I believe I can speak for you that we are highly appreciative of that. Oh my God! And, yes, and uh, let's please keep it that way going into the future of this podcast. Honestly, uh, some of my other easily other favorite moments were the episode I got to do with Paul this year uh, when Chad's been on, when we've had Jackson on, which I think Jackson was last year, I think, or it may have been this year. I can't remember anymore. It's it's 2017 has been a whirlwind of so much. <laughs> so, um, but I loved having those moments where other people have jumped in on our show that have been fans. 
Uh, and and we we got to get you on next because I would I would love to have you in. in this I would mix. love to get Anne on. I think I she'd really, have a great really love voice. To, love to have you on the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, we've gotten an opportunity to really get to know you guys. And I think 2017 was the year that we became friends with a lot of you. Um, it was. It you was were members sure. of the community, you know, going back a bit. But, um, man, this past year, though, we, we all, I feel like, really connected. And you guys are all just amazing stand-up people. And I love, love, love speaking with all of you. So Yeah, I agreed. Um, and I don't really think there's a much better way we could wrap up this conversation about 2017 than just – Again, praising the fans and praising the uh, listeners. Right. Uh, so. so final thing before we get into the news and say goodbye, uh, we'll do this really quick. What is the number one thing you're most excited for in D.C. in 2018? Oh, man. Oh, didn't even think about that. Uh, D.C. Oh, Ooh, that's. I, I got I, mine right off the bat. I, I will say, and this is more personal than anything else. Um, I will say there's, I'm, I'm looking forward to, because this is something that's going to be happening within the next couple days. Um, I'm looking forward to the, the very strong possibility of me finally becoming a staff member for FanFest and getting to go to more conventions uh, and interact with these people, interact with these guests more and more. That's on a more personal level, but that's not from DC. Um, DC... I was realizing halfway through that statement, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not that's not DC. Um, I'm looking forward to the possibility of more Constantine. <laughs> I'll say that because I really can't think of anything. Um, I, I'm trying to think of what movies are coming out in 2018. Uh, I think Aquaman is 2018, is it not? Uh, I, I believe it might be. I can't remember. Um, um, well, say I yours know, first. I, I know what mine is going to be hands down is Titans. I'm so oh, excited damn it. for when Titans kicks off. Uh, we got a new shot uh, in this past couple days of uh, Hawk and Dove in costume for the first time. And man, they look phenomenal. Uh, I'm really, really just pumped to see them both on screen. The suits look great. The Robin suit we saw looked awesome. And there was even some rumblings out there that there's some casting they're looking around for. What sounds like a young Robin and a Bruce Wayne. So the question is, are we going to see Batman in Titans or a Bruce Wayne in Titans? Um, I would assume there's a high chance of it because we are going to see Dick Grayson become Nightwing in this show. So maybe that means we'll see a flashback to him as Robin or maybe it's a possibility that means we'll see, you know, Bruce and uh, maybe a Jason Todd or a Tim Drake or a Damian Wayne. So, yeah. Uh, uh, so that makes me even more excited. So, so that being said, uh, I'm going to say Black Lightning then, because mm-hmm. um, that is another show that is a, de- debuting relatively soon. I think within next February. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when these shows away. come back, I think is when Black Lightning is going to debut. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that because I am looking forward to seeing how that show is going to be. I know nothing about the character, so I'm going into it completely blind, and I kind of like that. Because uh, then I'm not going to be like, oh, well, this is different from the comic books and everything. I like going into it blind so that I I reserve those judgments. Yeah. Alrighty. So, so let's uh, let's you know uh, close this out with a little bit of news. There's not a lot to talk about. Uh, things have been really quiet since uh, right before surgery. I mean, you know, one of the big things that they did drop, and unfortunately, I don't have it in front of me. I do apologize. Is uh, we did find out what that DC film slate's going to be when they said they're going to be doing some restructuring. A couple films were not in that mix anymore. Uh, like the solo Joker film, the Harley Quinn Joker film as well. Uh, Cyborg's film was no longer on that slate. 
Um, so we did see some things cut back, but we do know for uh, that Flashpoint is definitely still happening. Uh, Aquaman, obviously, is the next thing. We know Captain Marvel is uh, in the mix there as well, uh, in addition to The Batman by Matt Reeves, right now just listed as a solo film. Uh, Justice League 2 was not listed in that yet, but they did show that Suicide Squad 2 is still indeed in the works. Uh, we have gotten confirmation, even though they were not on that list, uh, that Nightwing and Gotham City Sirens are still happening as well. So um, that sounds like what the current slate will be as we prep to move forward. Uh, also, Wonder Woman 2 is in that mix. That's not even a question. Um, but... One of the things that was kind of interesting is after a lot of this happened, we did find out a few people jumping back in. And we did find out that in Rick Famuyiwa's uh, version of The Flash that they were working on, uh, that Greg Berlanti, I think, had a little bit of a um, hand in, was when they were working on that film, uh, film's first version of the script, that indeed Green Lantern, played by Ryan Reynolds, was a part of that script. Which I thought was kind of cool. So that would have um, been interesting if that actually happened. Yeah, obviously nowadays that would never happen. But um, I still think it was really kind of awesome that, that they they snuck him in there in a flash film. Uh, as we did mention to uh, Suicide Squad Two is still indeed, or not Suicide Squad Two, but Gotham City Sirens is still indeed happening. Uh, that does come directly from David Ayer. Uh, but somebody else that may be joining the fray was uh, kind of a surprise. Matthew Vaughn, uh, who is an amazing director, if you've never seen Kingsman, um, which is just such a phenomenal film. Uh, and Vaughn has also been responsible for, man, like, what was uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, I believe? Or is that no, and no, Scott Pilgrim was Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he was, um, oh my God, Matthew Vaughn did uh, Kick Ass as well. Yes, uh, yes. Is yeah. stating that his eyes are now set to join the DC film universe. And he says, he really, really, really wants to uh, take helm of probably Man of Steel 2. And it sounds like a lot of talks are happening for him to take over Man of Steel, which he is such a great fit for that film. So I really hope we do see that. Um, we and I, and, I, and I will say, I was going to say, and I will say too, after um, seeing the Superman that we got in Justice League, uh, I, I'm very much on board for a Man of Steel 2 now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, like I said, we did see a little bit more in the last week or two. Uh, this is, again, this is coming committed from memory here. But it sounds like John Hamm actually is indeed in the running right now for the replacement for Batman. Oh, That's I not hope just that happens. Uh, and rumors. It sounds like he is hardcore vying for that role. We brought that up a couple weeks back, but it sounds yeah, like we did. more bringing that rumor to, uh, to a little bit more fruition that he is indeed uh, been confirmed as, the, I think, in the top two. It sounds like it is between him and Jake Gyllenhaal right now for Matt Reeves' pick. Please so, let it be John Hamm. I really want it to be John Hamm as well. So After being driver, please let it happen. All right. So speaking of Batman, though, there's something else we have to bring up a little bit real quickly. Is Ben Affleck states that uh, as things start to kind of level out, he has uh, said he still really wants to direct a Batman film. Uh, he says the timing, unfortunately, in his life was just not right. And he said he is absolutely evaluating a, a longer stint as the character at this time. He says he really loves playing him. He really loved what the audience thought and viewed of his version of the character after Justice League when they got a chance to iron out some of the bugs. Uh, but he did say uh, you will at least be seeing him another time or two before uh, uh, they have to reevaluate uh, his status as the character. So uh, very curious to see how that plays out. But it feels like this has been the ongoing rumor for about seven months. I'm getting kind kind of tired of talking about it. So yeah. <laughs> so I think that may be one of the last things we state about his character until we have dead confer, uh, confirmations stating specifics here. 
Um, another DC show that will not be appearing on this show, uh, Krypton, uh, will be launching in March 2018 on Sci-Fi. God, uh, I have so no interest. No, no official date yet, but we do know officially now this show will be launching in March. Uh, and the last but not least is something I'm not very surprised about, but still I'm happy that we got to say goodbye, for at least for now. Uh, Mark Goodheim recently stated at the Ace Comic Con that uh, we have seen the end of Slade Wilson on the Arrowverse uh, indefinitely at this time. Uh, the main reason for this is obviously they were told this character is taken off the board for them. Uh, this is coming from Top Brass at Warner Brothers and DC Films. Um, you know, they said, you know, even in the past, like, hey, you know, you can't use Deathstroke and that changed. And we were able to have Slade back on the show for a while. And now we're back to you can't use him. Obviously, that probably has a big thing to do with the end of Justice League and what they're planning on doing with his character. Um, this, I think, needs to stop. I don't know if you agree with this at this point, but allow them to be multiple characters. Uh, yeah, out there. I, we already have them. Why not continue that? We already have two versions of The Flash. Um and it's working out perfectly fine. The fans are able to separate the two. So why do we have to do this with other characters? Well, I'm other... in a complete agreement with you that uh, they should be able to share the rights. I don't I, see why they can't. I think one of the main reasons that could be the case is actually doesn't have anything to do with the DC films. I would not be surprised if this has to do with Titans. Um, obviously, Slade oh. is huge, huge, huge villains uh, in the realm of Titans. So the question is maybe Manuel Bennett is going over there or they're casting somebody new for Deathstroke for that side of the world. So we'll, uh, it's a wait and see, but that could be playing a small part into this. Okay. Um, but that is it for the news this week, guys. And uh, I can say we were supposed to talk about uh, Telltale Batman again. Uh, I did play them. Um, I have played episodes two and three. They were phenomenal. I know Ben's still finishing them up. Yes. Um, but I can say I'm really excited to talk about them when we come back from years. So, yeah, I think after New Year's is when we're going to uh, we'll we'll probably the first issue back into into 2018 is probably when we'll talk about them because that'll give me about two weeks time to uh, to wrap them up and to finish them. So uh, which is plenty of time. I'll have them done by then, if not even before that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but next week uh, we're just uh, we just finally got all the audio and video from Heroes and Villains Walk uh, Heroes and Villains New York New Jersey, which were my panels with Josh Segarra, Echo Cullum, and Rick Gonzalez, and then my flash legends panel crossover panel with carlos valdez and, and the rest of the crew uh and then we're, we've also gotten everything from atlanta so um i'm curious which panels you guys want to hear for this because um, we could potentially do two we could i could just do back to back because they're only about 40 to 45 minutes so we could do like an hour and a half just do two panels instead so here's what i'm going to do i'm going to do a poll on the Facebook page. Uh, I want to know which panels you guys want to hear more than any of the others. So I'm going to list the panels that I've done from New York, New Jersey, and Atlanta. And then you guys simply just tell me which ones do you want to hear. And those, whichever ones get the most votes, those will be the ones I'll put up for next week. And I will say this. Uh, my early vote right off the bat is OTA. That was hysterical. Uh, and yeah, really, oh, my God. And just really awesome. It was such a good panel. So. So, I mean, yeah, well, so um, the options are you have um, the uh, New Faces of Arrow, which is Josh Shigera, Echo Kellum, and Rick Gonzalez, which was one of the funniest damn panels I have ever done. Uh, you have the Flash Legends crossover, which was Carlos Valdez, Candace Patton, uh, Katie Lotz, Brandon Routh, um, Robbie Amell, and 
uh, Katie Cassidy. Um, wait, Katie Cassidy? Yeah, Katie Cassidy was part of that. Was she? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, no, because she was Arrow. So, mm. it, and it was Flash and Legends. I can't remember. Why am I thinking somebody else was on that? I oh, can't just remember. do your homework. Um, Put up the polls and we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then from Atlanta, you have the OTA panel, which was obviously Stephen Amell, Emily Bett Rickards, and David Ramsey, which I'm sure will probably get a majority of the votes. Firestorm um, panel. You had yeah. Firestorm panel with Victor Garby and Robbie Amell, again, being on stage with Robbie. Uh, third or fourth time I've been on stage with Robbie, and he's always great. Uh, and then the Rick Gonzalez and Juliana Harkavy one is also there i'm gonna throw the john barrowman panel into the mix from atlanta too because i got to intro that one so uh, we'll see so you'll have your choice of like six panels to choose from and whichever i'll say the top one or top two vote getters will be on the podcast for next week so you guys get to listen to them you'll get to hear them all eventually but these will be the ones we put up first so uh recommendations and cheap plugs before we get out uh, recommendation for me outside of DC, go see Greatest Showman. It's... I was going to say the exact same thing. So <laughs> uh, that and it's... go see Last Jedi again too. Just yes, uh, ignore the haters on both films and just do it. Um, they are both phenomenal. So absolutely. Uh, cheap plugs. Uh, again, you can check out the Showcast Spotlight here on the Next Level Podcast Network, which is the celebrity interview one, as well as all of the podcasts here on the Podcast Network. Next Level Radio Online.com, Facebook.com slash Next Level Radio Online, uh, Facebook.com slash DC Primetime, which is the podcast, which is the Facebook page for this page. Uh, I'm going to throw in Brian's Facebook page for Odyssey Art, which is Facebook.com slash Odyssey Art. And again, so much stuff planned for 2018. I can't wait to finally get it all launched. And as for me, you can always find me at Next Level Radio Online as well through the Caffeine Crew Cast Pods. The last episode was the Star Wars episode. I do want to figure out a time sometime this week. Uh, Shad, Jackson, me, and Ben, I think are going to try to jump on Skype and do a spoiler cast. Just because I would love to sit down with you guys and chitty chat. Uh, if anybody else would like to join us, please reach out to me on Facebook. We'll get that situated. Maybe we could try to do that like a Wednesday or Thursday night um, and uh, sit down and shoot the shit about some Last Jedi. And we'll put that up on the Caffeine Crew page. And yes. Feed. Uh, I might even have a special guest in that mix by a good friend by the name of uh, Pete Woodward, who is a writer uh, who has written um, role-playing games and uh some of his works do end up in the star wars books that has happened uh out there from the old west end to i believe he did some work on the new ones which is edge of empire um but uh the man is just a fountain and i mean fountain of star wars lore and knowledge and just an amazing amazing guy with an amazing brain on him um and uh, he would be a great addition to it so hopefully he can join us in the fray uh, but outside of that, a huge special thanks, especially as we close out the year to our good friend George Shaw. You can find all his music, and we thank him each and every week for the tunes he provides to the show. Please head over to his page at georgeshawmusic.com and check out all of his stuff. Uh, shoot him a like on his Facebook and keep an eye because I'm sure he's hard at work on his next Star Wars musical. Um, so I'm just dying to see that. Uh, but yeah. uh, I think that does it for me. Uh, I want to say too. You you made me think of this uh, on the note because you mentioned uh, Pete and you know being into role playing games and stuff like that. Uh, I want to say real quick. I got the opportunity. You and our friend Kenny have been developing a game yourself, uh, which I finally got the opportunity to play over at your house last night. And dude, it's a ton of fun. Yes, it's uh, it, it, 
We're in the process of still naming it. It's either going to be called, I think it's going to be called Damned If You Do. Uh, me and my wife actually, uh, I'll make this announcement here because it actually hasn't been made public yet. Uh, we have just filed for an LLC uh, and we just received our tax information. Uh, we are starting our own game company called Bunwala Games, uh, part bunny, part koala. So <laughs> uh, it's a long running joke between me and my wife. But uh, we have four games in development. Uh, and our first will definitely be coming out in 2018, and hopefully the horror game will also be coming out uh, later in 2018, if not early 2019, officially. Yeah, that so. that horror game that we played last night uh, was was a lot of fun. So, well, thank you. I'm look I'm looking forward to playing that one too. And I have an idea for a game too. I might have to run past you. Yeah. At some point. Well, we are going to be a publisher, so uh, if you want to do it, just uh, to say the word. <laughs> so sweet. Uh, all right. So, guys, with that being said, this was our hundredth podcast uh, since DC Prime's DC Prime Times inception. Uh, thank you to everybody who has been a part of it for all this way. Hopefully, there are a more a hun- hundreds more to go into the future of this. Uh, this is our final podcast of 2018. Again, next week for New Year's Eve, we'll do the panels. Uh, but thank you, guys, so much for being a part of this community for. However long it's been that you've been a part of it, whether it's been since the beginning or since last week, thank you for being a part of the community, and we hope that you continue to do so. Uh, special thanks to everybody who has been a part of it along the way, whether you've been a guest, whether you've just contributed to the Facebook page. Uh, you know, here on out, bigger things even more in the future. We hope that you continue to stick with them. Uh, we hope you guys had a great 2017, and we hope you have an even bigger 2018. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is you celebrate over this time. Happy New Year going into 2018. Uh, And until we return in 2018, we will see you guys around the bend. Take care. Peace on Earth, goodwill toward men.